On today's episode of Life with Hula, I'm a little winded, and I'll share with you why I feel like I should continue being winded by doing this every single night. Also, I have some stories you need to know about, including your dog getting a job with Anheuser-Busch. Yep, to be a dog brew taster. I'll tell you all about that. And also, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit of FOMO. Something's happening this weekend, and I'm going to be missing out. But I've got more fun things in line for me this weekend. All this and more coming up next on today's episode of Life with Hula, the podcast, starting right now. Welcome back to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. My name is Hula, and you've made it to my podcast. It's season 10, episode number 9 of Life with Hula. I'm a dad living in San Diego, just here to share my crazy, wacky life with everybody that would listen and to show you you're not alone. <laughs> There's other people like you who are just as crazy, and that's what Life with Hula is about. I'm so happy that you could join the show today. If you're a new listener to the show, Feel free to follow me on any podcast platform you listen to podcasts to on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, po uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Life with Hula. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And you can also uh, follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Life with Hula. And if you could do me a favor, could you vote for my podcast even through the weekend? Um, go to podcastmagazine.com. It's a really great online magazine that showcases podcasts. And I've been on the list. It's their Hot 50 list since last year. I would love for you to continue voting for me. It's podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. Podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. And just uh, put Life with Hula right there. Boom. Um, thank you so much again for tuning into the show. Um, I'm pretty winded. I'm not going to lie right now. If I start to breathe a little heavier, it's because I've been busy doing TikTok dances. <laughs> yes, I'm on that app, TikTok. And yes, I have always said that it's not just a dancing app. It's an app where you can actually form community and you can meet people, blah, 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 all of that fun stuff. But I'm not going to lie. I for sure am also uh, the type of person that likes to dance. And so I've been dancing on the app too. Um, so I'm pretty winded because there's a lot of trends that go on and they're really hilarious. And I just like to attempt to try them to see if I can, if I had the old moves like I did when I was back in high school. Um, believe it or not, I was in a dance group. <laughs> I say that laughingly. Um, it was called FBI, Far Beyond Your Imagination, The Why Was Silent. Um, and it was part of this thing we did in high school. For those of you that didn't grow up in San Diego. Um, I don't know if you had this in your town or your city, but we had something called air bands. It's kind of a lip sync competition, very similar to a lip sync battle. And you did a little lip sync. Originally, it was really people just lip syncing to songs and then dancing around or like, um, you know, performing like what you saw in the videos. But my dance troupe decided to like choreograph a whole routine. And we did our first one to uh, Cynthia and Johnny O. If you know freestyle music back in the day, you know that freestyle music was the shit. <laughs> I'm just not going to say it. The shit. Um, yeah, no, freestyle music was awesome. Uh, I loved freestyle music. Stevie B, Debbie Deb. Look at weekend because here I come. That, uh, you know, spring love. 
come back to me. Uh, all that stuff was awesome back in the day. And Cynthia and Johnny O did this uh, song called Dream Boy, Dream Girl. You're my dream girl. Um, and my there was literally just myself, my brother, a friend of ours named Lisa, and her sister Grace. We decided to join air bands this, my junior year of high school. And we did that song. We lip synced to it. But we did this whole routine where we were flipping people and we were dancing and we were singing. I mean, obviously, we weren't really singing. We were lip syncing. But it was awesome. And people were surprised that, first of all, that I could dance. <laughs> Secondly, um, that I uh, was, like, outgoing. I, I don't know. I thought I was pretty outgoing. But um, it really propelled me to the top of high school. And we ended up winning first. We ended up going to like regional air bands, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the next year, my senior year, we did uh, Boys to Men. If you remember this song called Under Pressure, it was in the same album of uh, Motown Philly. Um, it was a great song. We did a little dance to it. And then, of course, I graduated high school. We won first place that year too. Went on to the, the regionals. But yeah, for me, um, I graduated and then it, the dance troupe continued on. But yeah, I was part of a dance troupe. And I danced a lot. And so to do these TikTok dances, A, keeps me like like the rhythm, you know, keeps me on, on point <laughs> or try to. B, helps me to know what the trends are this year for like my kids growing up, for my daughter. And then thirdly, like it actually is really good exercise. Like I'm definitely winded every night when I try to attempt these dances because I do it multiple times because I want to be, I'm a perfectionist and I want to get it right and I want it to look somewhat decent. Um, and then the next day I hurt, you know, so it feels like I did something right <laughs> or maybe wrong, but yeah, um, that's why I was winded. I'm going to continue doing these dances. Um, I, I think it makes me, you know, it, it helps to get me fit. I don't know. It's just me thinking that way. Um, but I, I've been doing TikTok dances all this entire year, uh, while we've been in quarantine and it seems to be working as far as my fitness or my fatness is concerned. Um, so that's a thing. Um, this weekend, though, it's uh, going to be interesting because uh, kicking off, was it tomorrow? Um, my sister is doing a virtual baby shower, and I'm going to be the host. And like I said in a previous podcast, like, let's keep these these virtual stuff happening. Like, I don't mind celebrating and going to people's houses, but, like, to have a drive-by or a virtual where you're not physically there or you're there for a very short period of time, like, let's keep it going. Like, no offense. Like, I... I'm enjoying the fact that now men can come to baby showers, but if I have to smell another diaper and figure out if it's a Tootsie Roll over Snickers, like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Um, so, yeah, we're hosting a virtual uh, baby shower for my sister tomorrow. I am. And then uh, I hopefully I have time to head out to uh, go to a birthday party for my um, my wife's uh, – one of her good friends is having her 50th birthday. Um, and it sounds fun. It's out in the beach, and I would really like to go if I can get the, ch the chance to go. Um, and then um, I believe – what's happening also this weekend? I feel like there – oh, duh. A big important w part is my mom's birthday. <laughs> my mom is uh, celebrating her – her birthday's on the 18th, which is Sunday, and we're going to be celebrating with her. Um, so we're going all the way down to Chula Vista, which is south San Diego, for about 40 – like about an hour away. So we're going to be down there um, enjoying that kind of thing. But the the thing is, which is great. I'm going to have a great weekend. I'm excited for it. 
I'm I'm really stoked. The thing is, is I am really having to have FOMO because a bunch of people that I know that are on the app TikTok, there's this TikTok invasion happening in Vegas and it's kicking off today. People are all heading down to Vegas and I was planning to go, but I cannot go because it is my mom's birthday weekend. Plus financially, I don't have the funds right now. But all of these amazing people that I really, really enjoy and have gotten to know and really would love to meet are down there. I mean, COVID obviously is still a thing. And yeah, I'm a little skeptical about going because of that. But I have FOMO. I'm not going to want to look at TikTok because all these people are going to be there posting TikToks and I'll be upset. Like, why can't I be there? Why can't I do that? Why? Especially, uh, there's some good people that are going and I really would love to just like see them physically. But, you know, there's always next time. Always next time, right? So I got to get that FOMO out of my head because otherwise it's going to eat me up. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I have a really good weekend to look forward to. Um, I'm pretty excited for, for the week to be ending. <laughs> it's been a long week. I don't know about you, but definitely a long week. Um, I do have some stories I think you need to know about. First of all, I mentioned, um, it looks like if your dog is looking for a job, Anheuser-Busch wants to pay your dog $20,000 to be a brew taster. What does that mean? Um, they're going to get a salary of over $20,000. It's an alcohol-free bone broth beverage for canines. The company introduced the dog brew last year as the perfect opportunity to crack a cold one with your favorite canine companion. Um, it sold out within 24 hours. The reaction to Bush Dog Brew's release last year was so overwhelmingly positive that we knew we had a big challenge in year two to keep the momentum going. This is uh, Daniel Blake, Anheuser-Busch's vice president of value brand or bands, excuse me. He says, we're excited to give one qualified canine a real paying job and to tap into their knowledge of target consumer to expand Bush's dog brew in 2021. Along with the $20,000, the Bush dog brew taste tester job comes with benefits, including pet insurance and stock options in the form of uh, Bush dog brew made with pork bone broth. Um, in addition to taste testing, the job responsibilities include quality control, and being a product ambassador and featured content creator on Bush's social channels. Also, the prospective CTO must have an outstanding sense of smell and must be a very good boy or girl. Proficiency in English is preferred but not required, and the search for the top dog is happening as we speak. If you are interested um, to be an actual applicant, you can apply by posting a picture of your dog on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter along with their qualifications at hashtag Bush CTO contest. That's B-U-S-C-H-C-T-O contest. For additional details on how to apply, visit bush.com slash CTO, as in Charlie Turbo Oscar. And that's how uh, you can get your dog to get a job. <laughs> um, I don't know if you were one of the people that were online all day yesterday, but Disneyland opened up their wait system for you to purchase tickets, and um, it, the opening's April 30th, by the way. It was seven to eight hours to buy tickets for the April 30th opening, opening day. Yep. Um, there was re reported wait times of eight hours um, in order to make reservations to the park. While there were many complaints on Twitter about the lengthy wait times, some fans said they have waited much longer than they did. 
Uh, Riverside resident Mickey Levy said her family entered the online queue to buy tickets around 7 a.m. Thursday and finally purchased their tickets at 5 p.m. Wow. Like, really, guys? That's a long time. Um, so they eventually purchased tickets for May 7th um, instead of April 30th. There are a lot of days available. Don't you worry. It's going to be, you know, it'll be happening. Um, and... I know under the reopening plans, Disneyland and California Adventure visitors need both a theme park and re uh, park reservation and a valid admission ticket for the same park on the same day to enter the park. The parks are only open to California residents. Right now, capacity limits are to 15% due to state guidelines, but, you know, they'll get as uh, California opens up, they'll start to increase as well. Penny, uh, many people reported long wait times for the reservation and tickets on Thursday and uh, people did complain, but, you know, eventually those that I, I honestly saw people just posting like, I did it. I got it. I'm a You know, this is awesome. So, uh, yeah, if you were one of those people, congratulations and enjoy your day at Disney uh, when they open up. And speaking of Disney, last but not least, the story I think you need to know about. It looks like Marvel is about to introduce the X-Men. Well, this X-Men hero to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is in Phase 4, as you may or may not know. Um, with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, there are only two episodes remaining. And uh, with Marvel, the Disney Plus shows have created an amazing buzz. There's not going to really probably be sequels because with WandaVision, the series tells a particular story that ends with the finale. As for the Falcon, there can't really be a second season for the duo because... The main character, Falcon, probably will no longer be a Falcon anymore. He's probably going to end up being Captain America. Um, so with that being said, there probably won't be a second season, but there are some new Marvel projects that are happening, and there's a new leak that claims that Wolverine, the mutant we saw in the event, uh, the mutant that we saw, you know, over with the X-Men, is going to be planning to join the Avengers on Disney um, and he's going to be appearing in several upcoming movies and TV shows. That's according to uh, that hashtag show. A Wolverine anthology series is uh, equally in development for Disney+. Plus. The report notes that Marvel has yet to cast the leading superhero, and the studio has, hasn't yet chosen a director or showrunner. Um, the anthology series would play out similar to American Horror Story, where it resets, all, um, e it resets after each season. Uh, according to sources, Marvel and Kevin Feige are confident that the anthology series can explore Wolverine's history without affecting the character's role in X in the X-Men movies. Initially, Marvel said it's looking to adapt the Weapon X story arc for the first season of its new show. Uh, this would be the hero's origin story and it would play out in the MCU. Um, the hashtag show says that Marvel hopes to have something to announce about the Wolverine TV series at some point later this year. So... Look out. It looks like we may be seeing Wolverine back in action again, a new Wolverine. Um, I would think it would not be Hugh Jackman, even though he was amazing. But uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but those are your stories I think you need to know about. Now, if you are a longtime listener of this podcast, you know it's Friday. It is what I call Freaky Friday. And I have my friends Elaine and Paula. They join me every Friday with their podcast called Wait, What?, 
it's an awesome podcast. They talk about creepy stuff. Um, as a matter of fact, um, you can listen to Wait What with three A's on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts for a new episode every Friday. Uh, they talk talk about all things that make you say, wait, what? It's a comedy like horror podcast. It's pretty funny. Um, so today they're going to feature uh, stories of places that suddenly disappear. So Elaine and Paula, take it away. It's Friday again. And what happens on Friday? They get freaky. Paula gets freaky. Freaky. This is Elaine. (laughs) And we're from Wait Wait, What? what? So if you like freaky, that's basically all we sell. Come get freaky with us. Come get freaky with us over at Wait What? Right, Hula? (laughs) That's right. Hula Hula is clearly into it. We're here every Friday. He schedules his freak. He gets freaky on Fridays. What a responsible young man. (laughs) Really dependable. (laughs) So today, we are going to be talking about places that people have visited and then disappeared. Whoa. Yeah. Not a catchy title, but it's a really... super long title. Places people went to at one time, maybe not today or even last week, but a while ago, and then the places weren't there anymore. Yeah. It's it's a it's a journey that you go on with us. All right. So, so what's the first one? My grandparents had a big farm when I was growing up, and all of the grandkids would help work it over the summer when we were out of school. Ah, uh, child labor. Yeah, I know. Back when it was legal to overwork the youngsters. Anytime we saw a rabbit, we were supposed to get it with a hoe or grab the shotgun. Ho, come get this rabbit. You're like, Lane, come get... Oh, what? I was around 12 or so when I saw a rabbit in the beans, which I just love that so much. Because I picture it in a big field of, like, a big pile of Of beans. beans. (laughs) But it's probably the green beans or something, right? Right, me too. That's a good band name, too. He saw the rabbit in the beans, and I didn't want my grandfather to see it, so I tried to chase it off. I followed it into the brush on the land, and for whatever reason, I just kept following it because usually I'd lose sight of it uh, pretty quickly, lose sight of the rabbits once they hit the brush, but I kept following it until I found a clearing where there was an old barn ruin. These are pretty normal to happen upon where I'm from, and they're fun to look around inside, so I went in. Are they fun? Are they? Are they? So I went in. It was weirdly kept up really well with antique tools in great shape and fresh hay. I worried I had crossed into our neighbor's property, so I hightailed it out of there. I just love that. The hightailed? I asked my grandfather about it, and he said our land went way far past what I had described, and I couldn't have left our land in the short amount of time I was gone. So he followed me out there, and we couldn't find it. I checked every summer I worked there, and we never found it again. Not creepy, but it always drove me crazy that that's about where the stupid barn went. Oh, uh, that that's is so totally weird. creepy. I, I always wonder, like, what if they stayed? What if he or she had stayed? Mm-hmm. And then what? You get stuck. Ooh. Oh, maybe you turn into a brand new shiny antique farm implement. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, everything in there is someone who went and found <gasps> it. Like Beauty and the Beast where the... the- <laughs> <laughs> Where the teacups are used be to be the main. Our guest, be our guest. Ooh, our service to I'd want to be a hoe. <laughs> I'd want to be a hoe. I'd be, I want to be a. Different... I just want to cross over <laughs> right. like that. I want to be a different kind of hoe in another life. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So this one is from uh, Redditor user economy underscore status four nine eight two. Very creative name. Mm-hmm. 
By My Hometown was a hiking trail that people went to very infrequently. Maybe for a reason. It was along the side of the Niagara Escarp Escarpment. I can't say it. Escarpment. So it had some climbable cliffs and mm -hmm. some very shallow caves that you could crawl around. I don't trust caves. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't know if you've ever heard of the guy that got stuck in a cave and passed away because they couldn't get him out. There have been tons of Ugh. people who have died in caves. Oh, my God. Right? You're like, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Not just that one poor chap bastard. who right? died, that one poor bastard. Ugh. But, yeah, lots. I'm sure there have been thousands and thousands of cave deaths. Paula really hates caves. <laughs> so this person went in with some friends, and they were 19, 20 years old. They were crawling around and found a cave that went pretty deep. First of all, crawling around. We had never been in there before, had never even seen it before. So we pushed forward and decided to check it out, even though we had no flashlights. <laughs> That's and the stupidest thing I've this ever is heard of. Dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. Why? And this was when cell phones didn't really have a flashlight function. So, hey, Paula, you want to <laughs> crawl into a dark crawl space for no apparent reason? Yeah. And possibly hit bears? Yeah, can we do it with no light at all, please? Right? That would <laughs> mm. that sounds like heaven. I'm in. I would love to scare a, scare a Sasquatch into eating me. <laughs> we stepped into the cave, and it was easily 20 to 30 degrees cooler than outside. Upon looking around with what light we had, we noticed it was really clean inside the cave. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As in, it didn't have any beer cans littered everywhere like, other, like all the other small caves did. While in there, we got a really eerie feeling of after being in there shortly, hearing weird and strange things, feeling like we were being touched, poked, and oh, pulled. Oh, yeah, and pulled. Oh, pulled. <laughs> like, towards the light kind of thing? Ew. No. And, or not light, obviously, it's dark. Mm -hmm. And not having any way to figure out who was doing it because it was too dark. Ugh. We were just using lighters oh, to see what was God. around us, which I think is scary. I don't like... <laughs> like night lights or candles because it, it just creates more shadows. Well, it moves with any kind of breeze at all. And even if you turn the bick up to the highest flame, no. like it's just going to be this weird high flame. Right. No. It's so bright in your immediate area and then yeah. so dark beyond it. And yeah, I'm it makes the darkness darker. Darker. I'm not, I'm not a fan. No, no, no. Although anytime we sparked up a lighter, we were all decently far apart. Mm -hmm. We decided to hightail it out of there after a few minutes. Again, another hightail. <laughs> Convinced to come back with flashlights. Mm. We came out to see that now it was dusk outside. When we entered, it was midday. Oh, God. Somehow we had lost roughly three hours inside of this cave. What else were they sparking up in there? I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We went back with flashlights the next week, but we have never been able to find this cave again. Oh, God. No. What if it's... Remember we were talking about, like, uh, you know, UFOs inside the ground. Yeah, and how they UFO bases. And how they can manipulate the ground to oh. open up. Like, what if, like, some stupid alien left it open? <laughs> Damn it, John. <laughs> you left the door open again. Again, and we had some <laughs> fucking creatures coming in. Right? Like, we're the raccoons. Yes. <laughs> we're the raccoons. We're the raccoons of the alien We're super cage. cute, but we're really vicious. Right. <laughs> you don't want us getting in. Anyways. Back <laughs> Freaky to you. Hula. Freaky Hula. Thank you for having us, Hula, and thank you for listening to us. Bye. Bye, ladies. Thank you again for joining me today for Freaky Friday. Ooh, you guys are freaky, freaky. Uh, like freaky or like freaky? <laughs> you can again listen to Elaine and Paula. Wait, what? 
Hit Podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts for a new episode every Friday after you listen to this show. Go over and listen to them, and it'll they have to talk about things that'll make you say, wait, what? I just like saying it the way they say it. Um, so make sure you listen because they're awesome. Thanks, Elaine and Paula, once again for joining us for this podcast. Um, so yeah, that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Life with Hula, the podcast season um, number 10, episode number nine. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, um, all of those social media platforms. Just search for Life with, no, Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D. Sorry, it's Friday. I'm tired. Uh, Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Clapper, Clubhouse, all of those social media platforms. And also, you can vote for this podcast, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. Whatever you guys are doing this weekend, have fun, be safe, take care of yourself, and I will catch you on Monday uh, for another rousing uh, podcast of Life with Hula. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Bye.